From CBX Studios in New York City, you're listening to Straight Talk. Nothing crooked here, just conversations that aim to cut through the BS of branding and get to the heart of culture and commerce. Here's your host, Dustin Longstreth. Hello and welcome to Straight Talk, the podcast where we look to keep the talk straight and everything else crooked as all hell. Straight Talk is dedicated to provoking discussion with brand and design leaders about the topics at the intersection of culture and commerce. I am your host, Dustin Longstreth, because in 2019, as Chief Marketing and Strategy Officer at a brand agency like CBX, it is now law that people like myself host a podcast. Not many people know that, but totally true. In this episode, I have a great conversation with Noah Weibsnyder founder and former CEO of Peeled Snacks, a brand of delicious and nourishing snacks made with pure, wholesome ingredients. It's a fascinating discussion about the current paradox we're facing within the mass food and beverage category. Large brands, in order to grow, increasingly need to act like small brands, while small brands continue to fight for the strategic resources needed to scale. Given Noah's experience on both sides of this coin, she has a lot of insight to offer. Hope you enjoy it. Uh, welcome. So tonight's discussion, what are we here to talk about? We're talking about the catch-22 of big. There seems to be a paradox that we are identifying here today in that large brands, in order to grow and maintain relevance, must increasingly act like small brands. Uh, and many of the large brands that we work with here too at CBX are uh, dealing with an entire new, entirely new competitive landscape where it is not about a single competitor. It's not even about a, a small group of competitors. It is literally death by a thousand cuts of new uh, and innovative brands that continue to come up over and over again at a pace that we just haven't seen. We're very fortunate here this evening uh, to have our, our, our guest uh, tonight, uh, she is uh, a leading food entrepreneur and change maker. She launched Peeled Snacks, a pioneering clean label organic food brand with simple recognizable ingredients. Uh, she has been recognized as a White House champion of change. Uh, Women President's Organization's 50 Fastest, JWI Women to Watch, Columbia Business School's Distinguished Alumna, uh, received the Academy Award for Entrepreneurship. What have I been doing with my life? I don't know. So please join me in welcoming Noah Weibsnyder. I, I guess I'd love to start here too. We're talking about big food. Um, you started off in big food. What was the what was the model then here too? And kind of what was the the prevailing thought and how do people see the world uh, at, at that time? Uh, back in 2002, it was really my first introduction to big food. And I would go down to the lab, talk to the scientists, and they would say, oh, I, I wouldn't eat this stuff. Well, you're the scientist and you know, so maybe the rest of us shouldn't be eating this. Well, first of all, I'm hearing lab and scientist. I'm not hearing cook and kitchen. Right. And in fact, you know, part of what they would say is, you know, we're trying to make quarterly earnings and every quarter we need to make more profit and where is that profit going to come from besides taking it out of the ingredients they would say you know 15 years ago this was a decent product but every quarter it needs to get worse 
you know, the brand managers generally tend to be well-educated and have a lot of perspective on what's going on in the world. And, and we're certainly looking at the food and starting to question uh, what we were making. To some degree, the marketplace wasn't ready. Yeah. Right? And, and that's something that I learned when I started Peeled Snacks. I thought, okay, there's this new organic seal. People really care about organic and nutrition is getting big. I'm going to start Peeled Snacks with, you know, clean label and really good for you products. And people didn't really even understand what we were selling. Um, you know, we started off with a line of dried fruit with no added sugar, and we put that on the packaging, and everyone said, but there's sugar in it, it's fruit. And they didn't understand that added sugar was really different from real fruit and the nutrition that you get in real fruit. And it did take a long time for that to catch on, but what? obviously now they have. From a brand perspective, talk to me a little bit about, you know, how people were talking about brand at the time. I didn't remember people in 2005 necessarily talking about purpose. When we were in business school, yeah. um, social entrepreneurship was a new term. When I started Peeled Snacks, I always uh, felt very strongly that my business needed to have a supply chain that was very much aligned with the social purpose of what I was doing. When we started the company, uh, we had a certain price point and we said, well, this is where the market, this is what the market can bear. We can't be so much higher than our competitors. And what we've seen in the decades since then is, you know, really expensive coffees, $15 juices. Um, you know, people are willing to spend so much more on food and beverage than they were a decade ago. Right. Um, and so we actually were able to take several price increases, all of which went just fine right through the market. That is actually, I think, where we need to be heading, yep. where, you know, we need to spend less on TVs and more on food because that's actually what nourishes us. On the brand perception level, though, you know, I mean, we're interested in these $15 juices here, too. Uh, but part of what's going on with those juices uh, in, in these brands is the constant hunt for new. While this is a growing area, it still doesn't seem to fit the model that is established within big food. There is a question about whether those older established brands can ever truly shift enough to maintain their market share at all. And it seems to me that the real opportunity is in that um, using the large infrastructure, the, the infrastructure of a large CPG to piggyback the small brands and to, to leverage that to grow yeah. the small brands. Um, whether it's in a partnership, a joint venture, a full-out acquisition, an incubator, right? We're seeing a lot of really interesting, innovative models. At the same time, I've got this, I've got this big factory here, too, that makes this, this stuff. One the, the that one thing here, too, that keeps the yeah, lights on so here, too. So how do I, I can't quit you. You know, that factory is going to have to be repurposed, right? Yes. You're going to have to find something that you can do with it. That, that does fit the new mold. And so it's yep. not that the pie is shrinking or that it's going away. It's that the opportunity is moving very quickly. In order to move quickly on those, it seems to be requiring a very different type of uh, culture. Yes. Um, and that's something that we, we've always hired at Peeled Snacks, um, people who are very much aligned with our mission and really understood what we were working towards. Right. Um, and then it also requires compensating them. For peeled snacks, we, everyone on our team has always had stock options uh, because we wanted them to feel like they are truly owners of the company and they own a part of the company. You're able to move so much faster when everybody's very clear on the goal because they live and breathe it. We, before when it was um, 
you know, a purpose-driven brand or, you know, the, the authenticity here too, like that was unique in of itself. Uh, now with all of this access, that it is easier, you know, to get started up here too, that inherently becomes less distinct. It's interesting, we actually didn't focus on our social impact when we started Peeled Snacks because huh. we were so small. Um, today, we're actually able to have much more of an in-depth conversation. We're yep. able to educate consumers. For a long time, so much of what I spent my time on was literally working with the farmers in Mexico, helping them get financing, or literally financing them, so raising money myself so I could finance the farmers in Mexico so they could get through their harvest season. And yet, we really couldn't talk about it because we didn't have enough outlets to even have the conversation. To your point, I wonder if people would even be ready for those types of stories right. here, too. Or right now, it's like, yeah. that's exactly the type of thing that people right. are hungry for. Tell me all right. about that here, too. Right. Um, right. Will the large companies reflect more of the kind of the, the small uh, company infrastructure and ecosystem here, too, going forward? Because in order to be agile, in order to jump on these things, it seems like i got to be kind of free. What has now been proven is that there is actually an opportunity for investing money in this space and creating growth in this space yes. in in these new types of you know healthy transparent you know good for you foods um, and so now that the, the case has been proven it, it is to some degree a race to to get there to really be able to to be the leaders in the space well again uh, please give a, a big thank you here too for, for, for Noah uh, and I'd like to invite you guys to participate. Does anybody have a, a question here, too, that, uh, that they would like to ask Noah here, too? Yeah. Hello. Can you just talk a little bit about how you guys make decisions and what works and doesn't work about that? Part of why we're able to make decisions quicker is because we are smaller, right? So we don't have 10 different layers that we're going through until it finally gets to committee and committee shoots it down. It, it has to be a lot more qualitative than quantitative. Like when you first started in 2006, I thought it was too early for the market. And now there's all these like big super food trends, right? Like it was kale and now it's charcoal. Who controls that conversation? A, a good example is the no added sugar in that, you know, today the nutrition label is about to change where, where no added sugar is actually going to be a call out on it, right? And so now there's literally government intervention in a way to educate consumers about what they're eating and what they're getting. And doctors are actually talking about it. Nutritionists are actually talking about it, right? Like the whole conversation has literally shifted across, you know, government, consumers, people, retailers. Everybody is finally there. But it, it, it didn't happen, you know, just because I put no added sugar in my bag, right? Like that was never going to change things on its own. Um, the one thing I learned early on with Peeled Snacks is that when several brands come out together, they have a much bigger voice. Um, and one of the things that we've done is we've actually partnered with other fruit and vegetable based brands that are non-competitive, so they have slightly different products. And we were literally partnered to create a category and to mm. go have that conversation with yep. retailers um, because it does make a, a much bigger impact when yep. we are a category. We have, uh, I hope you guys enjoyed the discussion here too. Thank you for sitting here too with us. I'd like to thank Noah here too for joining us for our first straight talk. Straight Talk is recorded at CBX Studios in Manhattan. It is produced by Sharif Malgoza and Ali Arduini.